Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad. Thank you for joining me today. I really, really appreciate that. I'm talking to you. That's right. <laughs> you know who you are. So I uh, finally, finally got a decent grinder. In all these years, I've been using just the the cheap ones that I would get at, at Ikea. I think they were like $10 or something like that. And I don't know if you've ever used one of these grinders before, but they are so loud. You can, I mean, I used to have to grind my beans like out in the garage so as not to wake anyone up. I mean, it was, it was that loud. It would just, the neighbors probably heard it. It sounded kind of like a chainsaw. And uh, one of the things I noticed about the new one um, is that much quieter, not, not quite so disruptive to the uh, outside world. And it's, it's nothing crazy fancy. I mean, part of the reason I always went with a cheap grinder is because it's not as though I have a $10,000 espresso machine that I need to get like a super fine grind on. So I just thought, well, these, these cheap ones will work. But they, uh, they don't last very long, as uh, cheap things often uh, don't. And, um, and the, uh, of course, the noise issue. But I would notice from time to time, you know, that the grind just wouldn't be even, you know. And uh, again, I'm not looking for super fine grind or anything. I'm okay with like a, a coarse chop for the um, things like the French press. But, you know, whenever it doesn't grind evenly, I feel like I'm kind of wasting my coffee, I don't know. That's uh, that's my theory on it. So I, I went in and I picked one out. You know, I thought this is the grinder I'm going to get. And I, I show my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about, you know, upgrading our grinder here. And uh, she does what she normally does whenever I have something in the Amazon cart. She takes a look at it and um, immediately starts researching and finds a better deal. <laughs> She's like, you know, if you just spend like 10 more dollars, you get this one with variable speeds and has better reviews. And so I landed on the Hayden Eon coffee grinder. And uh, so far, so good. You know, it has the two different speeds where I can go from coarse chop to fine. And I've uh, tried out, I tested out the um, French press with it yesterday. And uh, I'm so far very impressed. I, I I don't know why. Sometimes I just have these um, old habits of like not spending much money. Uh, that's just how it was when I was a kid. You, you didn't spend money. That Money was <laughs> not something that you used like that. It was you saved it for a rainy day. So occasionally I have to remind myself like, hey, you know, it's it's okay to spend more than $9 on a coffee grinder. This is something that, uh, that you use daily. I will. Uh, I'll post a video on that. In fact, I've got a. I got a TikTok now, guys, and uh, I made a video with my coffee grinder. So uh, I'll link that in the show notes. I don't know if there's any other grown people on TikTok. Uh, I know there is because I see them. I thought it was just for the kids, but there's some. Uh, there's some cool people on there. Um, I, I blame the the uh, the Angry Dad podcast for getting me involved in that. This is all your fault, Ben. Yeah, uh, one thing I did see on the old TikTok was the video of the Neuralink. That's Elon Musk company, the, the one of their stranger companies. <laughs> They're essentially trying to make it so we can all just use our phones with our minds and we can communicate telepathically with a brain implant. 
And um, that sounds like science fiction, I know, but they're really doing it. And you may have seen this video. It's uh, the one with the monkey that they have essentially trained, or not trained, but they have been able to get this monkey to play Pong with just his mind. Now, I don't know, because what they're really doing is, and you can watch the video, that's something else I'll include in the show notes so that you can take a look at this for yourself and tell me what you think. But it's, um, but yes, the monkey has a, a, I think a couple of implants in his brain. And through some exercises they have him do at first using a joystick, basically they are able to copy his brain activity and feed it back into the Pong game. And and essentially he's playing it. Now, when I look at that, I think, well, if it's a copy of his brain, is it really him playing it? I don't know that part. <laughs> um, but it is interesting. I mean, it has some, the implications of this are kind of big. If you uh, think about the disabled community and, um, you know, people with paralysis, that kind of thing, they will be able to communicate faster than anyone else. You know, we're still going to be using our thumbs and, you know, typing like, like we do now, but um, they will be able to communicate faster than any other person. And basically you're talking about telepathic communications. I know Elon was pretty excited about it. He said a monkey is literally playing a video game telepathically using a brain chip. Um, I don't know, would you let Elon Musk uh, put a brain chip in there for you if it was available? I don't know. <laughs> I can't decide if he is a mad scientist or uh, someone that's going to help us all out. I mean, maybe it's just a Fitbit for my brain. I don't know. I'm not convinced on it either way. And realistically, I mean, we're talking... Uh, this is, this is quite a ways out, and but people are kind of freaking out about it already. You know, just the fact that it's possibly something that could happen. And I think what has them freaked out is that, you know, essentially you could have your entire brain scanned and they're going to sell that data to the highest bidder or uh, other nefarious things like the companies that run these could get hacked and then what what kind of information would they have? I mean, would it be something where they would only be able to see the information you want to share? Or is it like the entire, you know, or is it your entire thought patterns are going to be available to them? That's kind of a scary thing. Um, not to mention just the, <laughs> the procedure itself, you know, getting a brain implant. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of attached to my brain. I don't... I don't really want it uh, being messed with, but I don't know. This, um, like, let's take it for a second from the other perspective. And if this was to be used in the right way, and we could achieve telepathic communications, would this? What would be the benefits? I mean, that obviously, being able to communicate quicker sounds like a better idea on paper. I mean, AI is evolving so quickly that the point of singularity is probably within the next 50 to 100 years, they say. And you probably know what that is, but just in case, that's the point in which uh, artificial reality becomes more intelligent than humans. If that does happen, 
the Neuralink, this this project that they have going, could be a way to where humans could not only be um, competitive with AI, but they could also then merge with the the AI entities. They could merge with the AI at that point, become part of that thought pattern. And I know this is uh, sounding a little bit like Black Mirror. There is one episode that I really like, um, San Junipero. Junipero? I think I'm pronouncing that right. One of those two ways is probably right. But it's a beautiful love story, and it's about these um, terminally ill patients who they give an artificial reality um, platform to. And so you could basically upload your consciousness and live in this artificial reality, this virtual reality. And the two characters in the episode, one, they're both in love, but one wants to stay and die like a normal person, and the other one wants to live in this AI world or this um, virtual reality world. And I just wonder, you know, what... What are the implications, let's say, of not dying? <laughs> you know, if you don't do that step, like let's say they are able to upload your consciousness onto a server and to where you could merge with uh, AI, like what would happen to your soul? I mean, part of me thinks that, and again, this is all if we use this technology in the right way, that this could be a evolution for human consciousness. I'm starting to learn more about reincarnation and one of the concepts that I've learned is about densities. Chris from Divine Evolution Podcast is going to be on the show in a few weeks and he's really going to break it down into more detail. But for today's purposes, there's eight densities. Humans are in about the third or the fourth. We're, we're in between densities at this point. The density beyond ours goes beyond physical form and it becomes more of a social memory complex where you're sharing consciousness and ideas with other beings, other entities. And that sounds exactly like <laughs> what Neuralink would allow us to do. You know, if we could upload our consciousness like they did in the Black Mirror episode and become part of the AI wouldn't that be another level of density for us? Wouldn't that be, the concept there would be that we would move into a higher state of consciousness. But I know it, it's, uh, it's kind of, uh, I'm going out there and I'm being very uh, Pollyanna about people using this for the right reasons. I'm not entirely convinced. And I know that there is a natural process to dying, but... I don't know, who's to say this isn't the next step for humans to live past the, the 3D world, you know, go past the particle into wave, the stuff that Joe Dispenza talks about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I still haven't decided if they had it out there, would I get the neuro implant? It would be tempting, but um, I, I uh, it's kind of scary too because... Uh, I don't know, Bob Dylan said it best. If my thought dreams could be seen, they'd probably put my head in a guillotine. <laughs> so maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll skip out of that one. Maybe I won't do it. What would you do? If they had the neural link, would you get it? 
Would you want to communicate telepathically with every being on the planet? It might, uh, I think it could either be our savior or our demise. Either way, let me know your opinions, your thoughts, your, your feelings. Since we can't communicate telepathically, you will have to send me an email. I'm available at the Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you join me next week. I, I have one of my radio mentors on, Adam West. Not Batman. He's, he's another Adam West. But uh, he, he is a uh, professional DJ. And when I say professional, he wasn't like me where he just sort of uh, did a few years he made a career out of radio, and he's a super cool guy. So make sure you tune in for that. That's coming up next week. In the meantime, you can catch up on all the backlog episodes at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. I uh, appreciate you for listening, and I will talk to you next week.